This is Monday Morning Meditations number 92 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. In wildness is the preservation of the world. Blessings and good rising to all your family out there. I'm Jetty Azuma, your host and the founder of the Rising Man Movement, here to initiate an entire generation of men by first initiating a powerful conversation about manhood, masculinity, and what it means to be the men we've always wanted to be. I hope you guys are surviving this corona global event right now, taking the time to invest in yourself, invest time in what matters most to you, despite being trapped inside boxes for some of us all over the world. So wherever you're at, Make sure you guys are making the most of this time because it's going to come and go and there will be another sunrise on the horizon and more for us to do further down the road. So before we dive in, some quick notes for you. Head over to risingman.org. This is where all things Rising Man related are living right now. Fire circles, compass initiations, and all the links to our Rising Man content. Make sure you guys check out our new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. We're dropping all the videos for our Monday morning meditations there. So if you haven't been able to check it out yet, make sure you go over there, drop some comments and subscribe while you're at it. If you're ready to take it to the next level, then make sure you get involved in our virtual men's circles inside the Rising Man Fire Circle, like I mentioned before. All this information and everything else we're up to is available at risingman.org. So go check it out. All right, today's Monday morning meditation. Without further ado, convenience is killing us. Rewild yourself. let's talk for a minute about how convenience is killing us and why we need to rewild ourselves. What does rewilding even mean? It's funny to think about ourselves as wild people, especially when we live in a civilized culture and we talk about modern civilization and scientific and technological advances. But not too long ago, our ancestors, our people were wandering through the mountains, scavenging for food, hunting, gathering, employing the natural surroundings for their survival. And nowadays, we go and hunt at the grocery store. We go and gather at the market. A lot of the hard work, and even more importantly, the connection to the earth is escaping us because so many of us are removed from that chain of the sequence. So why does this even matter? And let's talk about human history, for example. Start For starters, if we look at the width of this screen as the timeline of human history, then all of this from the, the moment that we were first identified as sapiens to modern day captures the entirety of human existence. Then just this little tiny sliver at the edge is civilized humans. Everything before that is our ancestors, our living, breathing DNA of the past that were gatherers, that were hunters, that were social, communal beings who depended on each other. And I think this is so important because if you look at those fundamental skills that were crafted over this huge chunk of our history, collaboration, communication, 
ingenuity, innovation, cleverness with tools and skills and, and working together to feed each other's families. The absence of that is, in my opinion, the very source of our suffering. The fact that we don't work together in community to take care of our families anymore. The fact that we don't pull food from the earth and prepare it for our families and then put it into our bodies. We're removed. We're disconnected. We're not living a natural lifestyle. We're living an unnatural lifestyle, not natural. It's not natural for us to be in perpendicular boxes separating ourselves from one another, separating ourselves from everything else out there. And it's all rooted in convenience, which is ultimately rooted in fear. Fear that if I went and lived out in the woods that I wouldn't survive. Fear that if I am not contained in an environment that I can control, that something is going to attack me and something's going to get me. But the irony of it is, is that we're setting ourselves up for failure. When we remove ourselves from these instincts, these survival skills and wisdom, this ancient knowledge that our ancestors crafted for thousands and thousands of generations and then passed forward to us, if we eliminate that from our DNA and we don't pass that forward, then what happens when something like the coronavirus outbreak shuts us down, shuts down the markets, shuts down production, turns it back on us to depend on ourselves for our survival? What if something different happens, a natural disaster that eliminates electricity and internet and communication over broadband, Wi-Fi, et cetera, for days and weeks and months and perhaps even years? What happens if there's some sort of event that we're not prepared for because we don't have access to our primitive survival skills? We're not going to be able to take care of our families. It's going to bring out the worst in people because instead of collaborating, we'll, we will be competing for resources, when in reality, there is so much food that can be eaten off of the earth within a few, a few hundred feet of your house. <laughs> Unless you live in the middle of a city where all there is is concrete. If you have any wilderness around you, even if it's a creek or a park, there are edible foods that can be eaten. We just don't know about them. There's edible foods everywhere. I was reading a book a while back about a, a woman who was all about herbalism and gathering and preparing natural foods. And she talks about how she lived in the suburbs, but she would go to the park and would find a full meal's worth of natural greens that were growing in, in the park where kids are playing soccer. It's all around us. We just don't know because we don't have access to it. And we don't know how to retrieve these things and, and which ones to use for our bodies. But that wisdom's not too far away. And so part of being providers and protectors also means having access to skill sets that will serve us in any kind of climate. So that if anything happens, whether it be a major natural event, an environmental disaster, a political breakdown, some sort of event that will impact masses of humans, that we will be able to access those skills that we need to continue taking care of our family to continue a way of life, if not the way of life we were accustomed to, then definitely a new way of life, a new way of being. So rewilding ourselves, which is not a term that I've coined, that's a term that's been out there for a little while now, is rewilding is to return to a wild state, to recapture, to reclaim 
our wild DNA, our wilderness survival skills that live inside of our bodies. And honestly, it doesn't take much. I'm not telling you to go try and be Bear grills and drop yourself in the middle of nowhere and survive. All I'm saying is begin to develop a relationship with nature, with the elements, as though they are living, breathing people, just like you and I. Develop a relationship with the trees. Develop a relationship with the plants and, and, the, and the greenery around you. Go for a walk in the park with your shoes off. Barefoot on the ground. All of these simple steps are beginning to have a relationship. It's, it's re-initiating a conversation that has been lost that we've surrendered, that we sacrificed, that we let go of to live in a more convenient lifestyle. And believe me, I'm not one to pray or ask for a breakdown in the way that we do things because I know, I know the impact that would have on so many of us. But I do believe that there is a more natural way for us to live. So examine this for yourself. Where could you in your life be creating a more natural relationship with the environment around you? What is one simple step you can do this week and commit to, to initiate that conversation? Even if it just means going and sitting out in your backyard, next to a tree, on the grass, on the dirt, put some dirt in your hands and just smear it around in your, in your fingers. A great way to figure out how to do this is to go spend time with children, especially children who are five years and younger, who haven't been introduced to public education or, or modern education as it is that removes us and puts us up in our heads. But five-year-olds and younger, like my children, they're down on the ground. They're feeling dirt. They're playing with textures. They're putting things in their mouth. Put some dirt in your mouth. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever put dirt in your mouth or tasted a little grass just to, just to see what it tastes like? It's not going to kill you. It's going to strengthen your immune system, actually. So just get down on the ground. Feel these textures. You know, Put a little saliva in the dirt and smear it around and see what it feels like to connect part of you with the earth around you. Just take that first simple step. And then maybe eventually you'll learn how to track animals and, and follow animals, listen to birds. Sit down and, and, and just listen to birds speak. You don't have to have gone through a certification course to begin to recognize patterns of birds and language. And they're telling us everything that's happening in our environment all the time. We're just not listening. So don't let the conveniences of life strap you down and crush all of that valuable information that your ancestors packed away in your DNA and then gave to you. Open it up. Play around with it a little bit. See what it feels like to try some of these things on. And then when you're ready to take the next steps, then you can come out with us for a few days in the wilderness. Then you can spend some time and we'll send you off and put you on your own sitting on a spot on the mountain or in the desert to reflect on that relationship you've been nurturing and cultivating. You hear me talk about rites of passage all the time. Well, you're only really prepared for something like that when you've developed an intentional relationship with nature and the natural environment already. So start now. Tell me in the comments right now how you're going to begin developing and further developing that relationship that you have with your environment and your settings. Because if we can do this and we pass this on to our children, then we're recreating culture as we speak. And that's something that we have influence and that's something we have control over. So go for it. Resist that urge to go to the supermarket and grab your stuff today. Just go out into the wilderness. Take your phone with you even if you need to and see if you can identify some edible plants or see if you can find and track bird songs for 30 minutes. 
go ahead and do it and then tell me what it feels like because I want to know. I know how good it feels for me. I want you to have that experience too. And if you're digging what we're dropping down here on the Rising Man YouTube channel, then make sure you hit that subscribe button right there so you can get updates every time we drop a new fresh video. And for everything else that we're doing, if you want to immerse yourself more in the Rising Man culture, head over to risingman.org and find out what we got going on. All right. Peace out, fam. Once again, for everything Rising Man related, go check us out at risingman.org. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us on the podcast app of your choice. Please also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the rising man movement and go check out those videos we're putting out each and every week because they're dope. Hope you guys enjoy that video content. Leave us a rating, leave us reviews. We love to hear what you guys think of the rising man. And as always, please spread the word. Please do your part in spreading this rising man message by going and sharing it with your communities. Big shout out to my rising man power team, Sean, Mark, Julian, Rowan, and Ryan. I appreciate you guys. You know it. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Rise up.